You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenchurch.com. What a privilege it is to be here. I love to speak at Awakened Church. Um, spoke for 24 years as a professional baseball player, and God called me out of it. And I walked away from something I'd known to create something that I uh, did not know what it would look like. And something inside me was bigger than the world I was living. My head tried to reject something my spirit demanded, but I said yes to God and the call on my life. What I found is God's not auditioning other people for your role. It's a nice little tweetable moment right there. God's not additioning other people for your role. Many people tried to talk me out of it. I call those STDs, someone's transmitted demons. They tried to put their deception on me because usually those closest to you when you go to be different will rival you because they get so used to you being one way. But God called me and he put an anointing on my life and he said, if you would draw near to me, I would draw near to you and I would send you to the corners of the earth and you would speak and you would change and you'd bring my healing power to hurting humanity. I got offered deals. I sat at the Beverly Hills Hotel and there's Reese Witherspoon, there's James Caan, there's different people. They said, hey, we wanted to put you here, we want to put you here, we want you to do this. These people that were agents and they said, the only thing is you can't pray for people and we don't want you to talk about Jesus, just do success motivation. And I said, you got the wrong guy. And they said to me, and I'm just, I'm gonna shoot here, I'm, I know I got a little bit. They said, well, what do you mean? They go, they go, we love your personality, your wisdom, your insight, your wit, and all that kind of stuff, but they, we don't want you to do this side. And I said, I think you got the wrong guy, because I said, I made a commitment 23 years ago to the one that called me. He takes shaky people and gives them sturdy projects. He took a guy that was a cusser, that had addictions, that had crazy thoughts. Come on, somebody. I knew more Tupac beats, come on, than Hillsong Christian songs. And God took a shaky guy and he put a demand on his potential and I said yes back. And in 24 years, I can tell you, I've been able to speak to over 30 million people on the planet, but I'll tell you this, my favorite church in all the flipping world, and I'm not exaggerating by saying this, is this church, Awaken Church. <laughs> really is the truth. You're a part of something special and I hope you feel it, come on. All right, so I got a, I got, how much time do I got to be out? 7.45, we got to keep it tight tonight, all right. But something good's going to happen for your life. Touch the person next to you, say, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Say, something good's going to happen to you, just nudge them, check them. Come on, if they look half asleep, just check them. Come on, baby. Just give them a little check. The title of my uh, talk here for a minute is called Defy the Odds. Someone say, I will defy the odds. Touch your neighbors, say, you will defy the odds. 1953, Edmund Hillary trying to climb Mount Everest, the first guy to ever do it. He came down after an unsuccessful attempt. Came down from the mountain with his buddy Tanzing, who was a climbing partner, and he was mad and frustrated. He had an aspiration that went unfulfilled. And he came down and he was mad and he said to Tanzing, stay here, I'm gonna yell at the mountain. He goes, do you realize the mountain can't talk back? He said, shut up, let me talk to the mountain. So Edmund Hillary said, Everest, I got a word for you. Today you beat me, today you conquered me, but I will be back. And the reality is you can't get any bigger, but I can and I will. 
Someone say, I can and I will. Now say like you got juice. Someone say, I can and I will. Edmund made one small shift in his breathing. See, it doesn't take a lot of ideas tonight to change your life. One God idea that you're willing to adopt and act on has the ability to revolutionize your life. Your breakthrough, your miracle, your healing will not evolve out of your circumstance. It will evolve out of your mentality. Your mentality in your mind has the ability to make a heaven out of a hell or a hell out of heaven. As a man thinks in his heart, the scripture says, so does he become. I've learned this about life. Unsuccessful people, they think, I'm gonna just try to survive. I'm gonna wait till the COVID goes away. I'm gonna wait till Dr. Fossey tells me what to do medically, even though he's not treated a patient for 40 freaking years. I'm gonna wait till things go back to normal. But how many of you know passionate people are the source of real change on the planet? Think about it, when you came out of your mother's womb, you came out with a shout. If you didn't, the doctor spanked your booty to make sure you could shout. As a kid, your life was all about momentum. You was like you had an IV inside you of sugar all the time. Come on, you was climbing trees, you was chasing ice cream trucks. Come on, you were a paramedic, you was a G.I. Joe. Some of you was a Ninja Turtle. You had popcorn and Cheetos in your Afro and you didn't care. You was in a good mood on purpose. Your life was a shout. Life hits you, setbacks, challenges, some you created, some you did not order, yet they arrived at your table. All of a sudden, the momentum slows down. We begin to break down. Watch, that shout gets reduced to a whisper. You see it in people's posture. You see it in people's life. Hey, how are you? I'm fine. How's your marriage? Oh, it's fine. How's your health? Fine. That four-letter F word, fine, keeps screwing your life up more than anything else. Quit messing or effing yourself up. Not the cuss word, the fine word. What do you mean? When you're just fine, you're not passionate enough to celebrate, and when you're fine, you're not hurting enough to do something about it, so you stay regular. You stay tame and domesticated. You're made in the image of God. God created you for a relationship and to do powerful things on the planet. You are a work of art. The fact that you made it here is evidence. God knows the earth needs something you got. Give the Lord a clap and a shout. God knows the earth needs something you got. Well, Rex, I got odds, I got odds. I, I got odds, don't we all? Come on. Some of us has physical odds. Some of us have emotional odds. Come on. Some of us have relational odds. We have financial odds stacked against us. But I've known some people that have broke through the odds. My friend Diana Nod at 65 decided to swim from Cuba all the way to Florida without getting out of the water. 54, uh, my, 54 hours straight in the ocean. No cage around her. She said I had to become, I had to defy the odds. Watch. My friend who wrote the movie Dumb and Dumber for 11 years, Peter Fairley, I had a chance to lead him to Jesus in a meeting like this. Him and his daughter, Apple. And he said, for 11 years, people said it would not be done. The odds were huge, but I knew that what I had inside me was stronger than what was around me. Conor McGregor, only 11 years ago, was on welfare, food and stamps. Today, he just sold his company a couple days ago for 600 million flipping dollars. 
odds can be to watch. I can tell you about a guy by the name of Robert Downey Jr. You know him as the Iron Man. I knew him and met him when he was coming off drugs out of state cork or in prison, but God gave him a word, and my friend of my minister to him in his house, and the Holy Spirit touched his life and said you would defy the odds, and as a result, it took a guy that was hooked since the age of seven, and he became the Marvel cut. You don't know, God's able to do more than you ask or think. Someone say, this is good, come on. Why, someone's about to defy the odds. Watch, to do that, you gotta have miracles. Well, what's a miracle? According to Webster, it's a supernatural intervention of God into the natural affairs of men. Meaning you couldn't pay your bills, now you can. You couldn't buy a house, now you can. You couldn't walk, now you can. Your insulin was high, now it ain't. Come on, somebody. A miracle can get you out of things, but it can also get you into things. If we're not careful, we'll adopt the society of the mentality of Fox and CNN. You're a victim. You've been through so much, mijo. I, I know Rudy left you in 2003, but blame it on COVID. I know you went bankrupt because you made a lot of bad choices in 2013. Blame it on COVID. So many of us are giving away our power because we're blaming. But don't let the enemy get you just into recovery. Recovery minded is like a cat with gum on the back of his tail. All you do is turn around and chase your tail. We got too many people always sitting in recovery. At some point, God wants you to get into discovery. Why? Because there's a call on your life. There's a dream on your life. There's an idea on your life. There's an anointing on your life. Look at me. There's a gift. God put part of himself, a gene. His genius is inside you. Don't let people treat you common. Don't let people define you by how you used to be. You ain't that same person no more. The Bible says if you're in Christ, you are a new creation. Stop letting blind people proofread your vision. God wants to prophesy you blind and give you vision to what you contain so then you'll stop giving people discounts on the treasure and the wealth that you got inside you. Why? Because what you don't value, you violate. What you misdiagnose, you mistreat. Talk to people what they're going to do. Well, I'm just going to try to, I'm just going to try to, I'm just going to try. Well, maybe I'll do a little bit of this. That's not the way God created you. Watch, God got miracles to get you out of things, but not to think like a pauper, not to think like a beggar. You're his kid. God thinks miracles. If you don't need miracles, you don't need God. For the church to say miracles aren't for today, then what you're saying is you go ahead and rip out every miracle of the Bible and see what you're left with. Come on. Jesus said without miracles we'll never believe. Which brings me, how do I defy the odds? How do I tap into this real quickly? Number one, I gotta believe in miracles. Every breakthrough begins a change of beliefs. Your beliefs guide your interactions. They determine how much you're generous you are with your time, your energy, your talent. You become what you believe. Come on, someone say that, I become what I believe. Ooh, that's why God's trying to transform your mind and get the word of God in you. Watch so you can think like him, believe like him. That determines your attitudes. You bring so many attitudes to your life that hinder you. Even Stanford Business said the two biggest attitudes that hold someone back in business are the jerk, come on, and the chicken. 
the chicken and the jerk. Which one are you? Come on. Well, I'm nervous. Well, what if it doesn't work out? What if I get more disappointed? So then we don't try. We don't commit to things. We dabble and flirt, but we don't commit to things. Come on. And you wonder why, watch, desire goes unfulfilled. Other times it's the jerk. I don't need this. I'm too good. I got it. Who are they to tell me what to do? I don't want to be bothered. Do not disturb sign on my house. Come on. Have you not seen? I'm Jesified. I ain't teachable. I ain't pliable. I ain't growable. No, you got stuck in a moment that you haven't got out of. And the enemy's anchoring you to an old life when there's a new thing in motion, but you can't see it because you're blinded by your bitterness. The other day I was in Modesto, California, mighty my old business. Come on. Who goes to Modesto to mind their own business? I have no freaking clue. I got up there to speak. That's the truth. And I was up there, and I got done speaking, and it was a really, really good night. I got done, and this little five-year-old walks up with swagger. He's got a little energy. Can we put his picture up? I sent it. Come on. Oh, this is after it's all done, okay? Everyone went home, and he walks up with energy. And he goes this. He goes, hey, man, I was listening to you. He goes, I'm blind. He said, uh, I need you to pray for me so I can get my sight. Come on, little guy. Come on, remember when you were a kid and you just had faith? You just believed good stuff was going to happen to you? You were like David in the Bible. Surely goodness and mercy were going to chase me down. None of us believed we'd be divorced. None of us dreamt about being bankrupt. Come on, somebody. You just believed. So he came up and he goes, he goes, I need you to pray for me so I can get my sight. I go, for real, you believe that? He goes, yeah. I go, so this is what I'm gonna do. I gave him 20 bucks. Come on, have me know your gift makes room for you. I took out 20 bucks. Come on, I had to like set him up. I could go buy yourself a good toy. But here's what I'm gonna do. I said, I'm gonna pray for you like Spider-Man, but it's gonna be different. Spider-Man goes, and then the web goes out, and he goes, yeah, 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 yeah. And I go, but I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna go, but Jesus' presence is gonna go into you, and you're gonna get better. He goes, okay, let's do it, I believe. True story. So I said a little prayer. Jesus, hook him up. I'm in Modesto, smells like cows out here. Hook him up. Some of you do yourself a big favor, just start talking to God like he's actually there, trying to try to impress him. Lord, art thou one thee, would you would please thee what? So I'm like, yo, Jesus, help. I can't do it, you can, hook him up. Come on, watch. The little boy, I pray for him, and he goes, I believe, I got it. So I went to dinner with the pastors. We get a text, and we get the text. There's a little video at the house. His mother goes, why don't you try to read? Read something on the refrigerator. So he says, cover your good eye. He covered his good eye, and he started reading with his bad eye. She says, stand further back. True story. 100% blind in one eye. So then they said, oh, we got to go take him to the doctors. Good plan. They take him to the doctors on Monday. Sure enough, Marco, 100%, his eye opens. He goes, take me to school. I got to tell everybody about this that Jesus can heal me. Five-year-old, come on. Not a Christian school. Take that, Gavin Newsom. Come on. Feeling a little rambunctious tonight. It's Wednesday night. Ooh, it's Cinco de Mayo. Mexican the Mexican, baby. He's in the house. That was my name in Spanish class because they ran out of the cool names. I couldn't figure something else out. I wanted to be Pancho. It didn't work. The little boy goes to school, 
and he stands up on his seat, goes, everybody needs to listen to me. I went to the doctor today. I believe Jesus could heal me. And this guy prayed for me. And look at Jesus showed me, opened my eye. I can read. Everybody watch me. I'm going to cover my good eye in public school. And he began to read in front of him. Jesus said to the blind man, you become what you believe. Matthew 8 to the centurion, 8.13. It will be for you as you believe. Our challenges, our expectations are low. We come in, well, maybe something will happen. We've been so reduced because we've been hurt. We've been victimized. We've been lied about. So we expect little. I grew up, come on, and I said this last time, we didn't grow up, we grew up a little bit poor. Come on. We didn't have Nikes, we had Mikeys. It's like a backwards swoosh. But on Halloween, I remember I was with Daniel Warner, Matt Hartman, and Fernando Hernandez. And we were all going to go trick-or-treating. And we were in the poor neighborhoods, and we had those little orange pumpkins. Remember you put your hand in them, and you pull your hand out and, like, cut your flipping hand? You're like, "Hey, Come on, you know what I'm talking about? And we were prepared, and we were like, we got all these little small Tootsie Rolls, these little jawbreakers. And then we were like, man, I wonder if we go to the rich people's neighborhoods, if they got bigger candies. Come on. So we started talking about it, and expectation rose. At some point, you got to shift your expectation because God meets you at your level of expectation. So Danielle was smart. She goes, we got to go get those, come on, our, our pillow sacks, and let's start making room because by faith, we were going to rich people's neighborhoods, and they was going to hook us up. They was going to stir us up. I remember they had bigger candies there. Come on. They were putting quarters in your thing. Come on. We walked home, and we didn't have the little anymore, but we made room for more. I want to ask you, where is God asking you to make room for more? Well, I'm going to settle for a little bit. You have a small vision. It has no power to move you. I'm just going to pay my bills. What kind of vision is that going to move your life forward? You were born a dreamer. You got an imagination. It's the drawing board of God's mind. Come on. Where he wants to write there and give you a vision for where you can go, who you can be, what you can create. Don't wait back for the world to go back to normal. Take charge of that dreamer inside. I'm going to believe again. I'm going to believe. We got too many unbelieving believers. Come on. The enemy's trying to steal the word out of you so you don't believe. The only fight the devil has is over your faith. Trying to get you not to believe in things are going to change. Believe more of the same. Hold on for heaven. No, Jesus said, let it be as in heaven. Let it be on earth. It takes faith to fight that kind of a thing. Come on, struggles proof you've not been conquered. There's warfare over every miracle. If you got a word right now from God, and one word is enough because God's word is light. He's able to do it. You believe and then you gotta receive, and you gotta receive, you gotta receive. To receive means to take something into. This is where most people don't do it in America. Well, if the Lord wants to, he'll just do it. I'll order it, come on, and it'll be on Amazon Prime. I'll lose the 48 pounds in Amazon Prime. It'll be at my door in the 40, 12, 48 hours. Oh, it'll just happen. Come on. I'll order it, like Uber. I'll order it. Come on. It'll just come. If God wants to do it, he'll do it. Not the way it happens. In the Bible, every miracle, someone got aggressive. Jesus put someone into an active state. Things change when you change him. When you go to change, your feelings will oppose you. Your feelings will say this doesn't feel comfortable. What is it going to be, your comfort or your calling? How long will you put your comfort before your calling? Someone say, I got a calling. 
It don't matter if you're hooked, you got a calling. That's why there's so much warfare over your life. It don't matter if you're struck, you're perverted, you're twisted, you're hurting. It doesn't matter where you are. There's a calling. There's, that's why there's so much attack on your life. It's who you represent because someone's about to become the Joseph. Someone's about to become an Esther. Someone's about to become a Mary. Come on, give the Lord a clap and a shout up in here. Hey. This ain't just success motivation. No, 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 we're talking into a supernatural God. Watch it, you can't help it, that's what comes out of him, supernatural. He's a miracle worker. You tap into him, miracles come out. You start reading the Bible, miracles come out. You start saying the name Jesus, miracles start happening. You start saying, devil, get the hell out of my house. Miracles start happening. Get off my mind, get off my body, get off my money, get off my flipping dreams. You're not gonna see me from loving, hurting people. Get up. Well, I don't like that kind of Christianity. I just want you, if you pray for me, and I'll sit there and see what happens. No, 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 no. Jesus taught aggressive thinking. If you're going to build a house, think if you got enough to complete it. Some of you would do yourself well to think, how can I get out of debt? How can I be a blessing? How can I show up and heal? To think aggressively rather than just let circumstance dictate what you think. You direct your own mind. You lead your own mind. Speak aggressively. Jesus said you'll have what you say. 85% of what you feel is the direct result of what you say. A man has joy by the answer of his mouth. In fact, your faith doesn't rise higher than your confession. Does the enemy think he's winning because of what you're saying? Let me think right there, stop. Does the enemy think he's destroying you because of what you keeps coming out of your mouth? Jesus said, it is written, it is written, and the devil fled. It is written, and angels came. It is written, and healing came. It is written. He didn't answer him according to his feelings because you're not what you feel, you're what you decide. Watch, watch, start giving aggressively. You wanna break poverty off your life? You wanna break scarcity off your life? It doesn't matter how much you got in the bank. It talks about a generous spirit. All of a sudden your attitude will change the favor that flows your way. Well, when I got money, then I'm gonna do it. No, no, if you got a shoe, sew a shoe. Something in your hand can create something in your future. God just looks for something to multiply. I'm trying to help your life, let's go. This is 2021. COVID ain't having you, come on. Economies ain't having you. The government ain't gonna run you town tonight. Come on, in San Diego, God's people are gonna rise up. I'm gonna talk for three minutes and pray, watch. I was at the campus, the middle, the campus in Central. Uh, right when I got done speaking here the following week, uh, a couple months ago, I went there. And in the middle of my message, the Lord said to me, someone's kidney's being healed right now. I looked and there were so many people there that night, like there'll be next week, I'm going there next week. There's so many people that are sitting all over the floor and I couldn't even walk in the seat in the aisles. And I saw this guy over there, I went over to him and he was sitting in a wheelchair, about 20 years old, he goes, that's me. And so immediately people look at the wheelchair and they go, oh man, like if you're gonna pray for him, he needs to come out of the wheelchair. I just had a word of knowledge that come against the guy's kidney who's gonna be healed. And when I'm sitting there, I go, you know what? The Lord says to you, you're gonna defy the odds. You're gonna defy the odds. I started just looking at him boldly, say, you're, you're gonna defy the odds. 
You're going to defy the odds. You're going to defy the odds. That's all I did. I went on left, prayed for other people, someone's deaf ear, things happened. God touched a lot of people. All of a sudden, the people that brought that guy, I had no idea about this gentleman. He had never felt his pants, his socks. He never felt his shoes, never felt one part of his lower extremities one day in his life, 22 years old. He had a built upper body, but God gave him a word he would defy the odds. His buddies at church, come on, at an awakened church, they came alongside him and go, hey, yo, 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 did you hear, did you hear what the prophet said? Did you hear what the word of God said to you? You're going to defy the odds. You're going to defy the odds. Let's go. He goes, I can't do it. I can give the command, but my body doesn't respond. You ever feel that way? Come on. I tell myself to do, think right, act right, say right, and I can't make it happen. They said, we'll help you because there's power in numbers. Joint efforts yield better results. The people, the guy that was paralyzed, four people brought him to Jesus when Jesus saw their faith. Quick question, who are you bringing into the presence of Jesus lately? Who are you carrying in? Not everybody's going to get there on your own. we got to have a heart of compassion that if God used someone to rescue me, let me be a rescuer of somebody else. Let's find the hero inside you. Stop looking for heroes. Be a hero. He who wins souls is wise. Let's come on. Let's populate heaven. Let's come on. Let's pull people out of darkness. Let's call them and tell them you love them. You don't see the label on them. You see the treasure in them. They grab this guy and they say, we're going to start moving your legs for you. True story. A couple weeks ago at the Awaken campus, never felt pants, never felt his freaking chonies, never felt nothing in his legs. All of a sudden, they started moving in one pain, and his toe began to happen. A sensation did not feel comfortable. When things change, it won't feel comfortable at first. Another toe, another toe, both feet. By the end of the night, he was moving his legs with nobody helping him, feeling, and he still has feeling. He's still moving his legs. God's about to reverse some things that have looked permanent in your life. I prophesy to you tonight that God, by his grace, is reversing things that have looked permanent in your life. There is an anointing, a miracle working power that God is reversing things. Give the Lord a clap and a shout it. Hey, come on. Someone just pull up. Reach up and pull a miracle down. I don't know what you need reverse. Say, God, thank you for reversing financial things, reversing relational things, reversing emotional things, reversing health. Come on. Watch how powerful. I got a word here, too, for somebody, for, for many people. God's about to reintroduce you to people who wrote you off because he's repackaging you. He's changing your form. They were looking for a bug and a caterpillar and you broke out of the cocoon. You're about to fly. You're about to show some color. You're about to find, you're about, you're, you're about to, somebody, someone's about to physically shake off. Someone, come on, diabetes is about to leave. Somebody, your mind's about to become so clear it's gonna be weird. Some of you are gonna lose 30 pounds in the next couple weeks. You can walk by that mirror and go, hey. I got three minutes. Come on. We got to get out there for the mariachis. I got a couple more minutes. Thank you. Watch. Watch how cool this is. We believe in miracles. Someone say believe. Someone say I'm a believer. 
I want to challenge you every day. I walk by faith, not by sight. You need to say that out loud. I walk by faith and not by sight. I walk by faith and not by sight. Look at me. Don't let what you see talk you out of what God said. When you go to receive miracles, you got to get aggressive because miracles are messy. It's not praise the Lord, I got a miracle. Not any miracle I've been a part of. When my wife died in the operating bed, it wasn't praise the Lord, let's sing hallelujah. Blood squirting everywhere. I know what it's like to see my wife die in an operating bed. It's in the name of Jesus you become aggressive. I know what it's like to lose and have my guy that owned all my money in 2003 blow his brains out. His wife steal my money, we never found any of it. And it was a lot. <laughs> I know what it's like to get aggressive and go, am I gonna roll over or I'm gonna tap into God who's my provider and find creative solutions to add value to people and come on, build something again. I know what it's like when somebody leaves you and you go through a divorce and you wonder if you could love again because your heart hurts like hell take off all the ministry stuff and I know what it's like to finish speaking and get in my car and contemplate driving my car off Malibu Canyon because I was so in so much pain. I get the sufferer. Let's take all the nice little Christian stuff off. What made Jesus a great healer was he understood the pain. He gets you. That's what's awesome about him. It's not Buddha. It's not Confucius. It's not Muhammad. Muhammad only says one person heals in the Quran. Jesus, 22 times. But you got to get aggressive. A miracle's not a miracle to God. It's just a process. He sped up because you worked the process. Watch, here, watch. You believe and then you receive. You receive a miracle. Come on, sometimes in the day, I'll just go, God, I take that. I, I take back joy. I take back my peace. I receive wholeness. I receive healing. I receive strength. Then you become a miracle like Lazarus. When Jesus raised him from the dead, people didn't even show up just to see Jesus no more. They wanted to see Laz. People were putting him up on their screensaver back in Jerusalem. There was all kinds of Laz memes. Come on, somebody. Four days dead, but then you get to a place where you release miracles. What are you gonna do? I'm talking to some people, some of you business people. This isn't just in church, you're about to release miracles. Why? Because everywhere you go, freely receive, freely give. Life becomes exciting when you wanna focus on helping other people out. When you wanna touch other people more than you wanna be touched. I know what it's like to go on a stage and you're throwing up in the back and you hurt like hell, but I know that, can you go help somebody for me? Will you make happen for somebody else? I'll make happen for you. Will you sow miracles? I'll reap miracles. If you sow mercy, you'll reap mercy. If you give love, you'll get love. If you sow kindness, you'll get it. If you sow it. Not every once in a while, if I feel like it, the chicken or the jerk. Don't be either of them. Watch. I end with this. A pastor, a young pastor in his 20s. It's a true story. Bend, I think it was Bend, Oregon. And he went and he was asked to go to the mental institution. They went in, there was a hundred and top of the top, like 
most you know difficult cases there were. They hardly had any clothes on, hardly cl- very clothing clad. Feces were on the floor, moaning, groaning, horrific sight. The young man didn't know what to do because they wouldn't receive his counsel. He couldn't preach the word to them. He couldn't even pray for them. He didn't know what to do, but he felt the Holy Spirit tell him to do something, to go down, sit down in the middle of the room and start singing. He goes, God, I don't sing. I'm not like a singer, you know? He says, just go down in the middle of the room. So he did this. He sat down in the, just, just, just a little soft real quick behind, behind me. Thank you so much. He started just going, he goes, Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Oh, yes, Jesus loves me. Oh, yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. This is what he did day in and day out. Never counseled, never coached, never did anything. After a month and a half of doing this every day and seeing no progress. See, some of you quit because you don't see something immediate. When there's a miracle in motion. At some point, look at me for a minute. Look at me as a guy who understands this aspect. Don't ask me to fix your car. I don't know how to do it. I suck at cleaning clothes. Come on, somebody. I'm okay on the dishes. Okay, come on. Watch. At some point, you got to become determined to outlast your feelings and the devil. You got to have a made up mind. Not I'm going to try it, let's see it. Oh, I should do this. You heard me say this last time. If you say you should too many times, you're going to should all over yourself. Should. Jesus didn't say I should go to the cross. I should do this. I should pray. I should heal the sick. We must. We must. I must. I must. This guy kept going in there day in and day out. Yes, Jesus loves me. Oh, yes, Jesus loves me. Watch his presence hit this place. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Sing with me for a minute. Lift your hands. Yes, Jesus loves me. Take it into yourself for a minute. Oh, yes, Jesus loves me. Oh, yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Just lift your hands from softly behind me, play. Thank you. Just say this with me. Say, Jesus, I receive your love. I receive forgiveness. There's two women in here by the name, and I can tell one of you, I can tell you, I can call you out by name. I know who you are. The Holy Spirit said that you've had abortions. Two people had an abortion, and you feel like you're a haunted house and you feel like God's disconnected and he's mad at you and you'll be forever punished. And you made it here tonight and I'm here to tell you something, Jesus has got good news. Yes, Jesus loves you. Oh yes, Jesus forgives and loves you. 
Oh, yes, Jesus loves you, for his word tells you so. He's healing all of that emotions inside of you. There's a couple people here who's had brain injuries. Brain injuries. Things are foggy and clear. God's going to stir and and just quicken blood vessels in your brain. He's going to bring healing to you. If you've, had a, if you've had a brain injury, just put your hand on your head. Either trauma or concussion, or you got hit or punched. There's a lot of people. In the authority of Jesus' name, you're going to feel a warmth go through your head. In the authority of the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father. Let your healing presence flow right now. I command neurons to begin to function in fire that were not functioning and firing before. And Lord, I pray that you would reverse. Lord, I pray clogging and trauma in the brain. And I pray that you would create new neural pathways over people's brain for injuries. From strokes, you would reverse it. Even someone's family member that has Alzheimer's, it's an early stage. It's about to become reversed. You need to go back and tell your mom or your dad, whoever that is, that God's going to defy the odds. God's going to defy the odds. It's going to get reversed. I'm giving somebody a word, not just an idea, a word from heaven. It's about to be reversed. Jesus, we thank you for bringing healing to people tonight. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.